Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Burning Down the House with your hosts, Daniel Minth, Ooh. Josh Fetzer, Hi. and me, guy number three, Austin Regula. <laughs> I dig it. We're burning down the house. We literally are. There I've are got cans of gasoline in my hands, Ready and I'm go. throwing them. Flipping the book of matches. You know, it's funny. I almost <laughs> remember when we were going over names for this fucking thing, and yes. I was like, hey, we should do uh, F technology. Yes, I do remember that. <laughs> that that was that was one of the one of the maybes. It was, but we did burn it down the house. Peter Byrne, he's ge- he's a genius. That was Peter Byrne, right? Yes. Thank you. Yes. And I always I, get him and Peter Gabriel mixed up in my head. And I love like just the idea of like burning down the house, like that we're just in like this house. Like I want okay, Burn audience, it. please close your eyes. I want you to picture me, Josh, and Austin in a house. You really know, maybe, attractive guys. Yeah, really attractive dudes. Super attractive. And you know we're playing checkers. Um, Austin's <laughs> the moderator. Next thing you know, the whole house is on fire. But do we stop playing checkers? Nope. No. No, we're nope. still playing checkers. Nope. That's what this, that is exactly what it looks like right now. That's how we record. We're in a house on fire. Yep. That's the beauty of not having a camera. That is beauty. Don't know that no one ever true. knows. Yeah. yeah. So all for all we're going to have know. to change that though. Oh, eventually we will. Yeah. In, uh, in, in, in the, in the new space. the new podcast Uh, space i definitely want to get some sort of a camera rigged up so we can one live stream it when we do it because i think that's going to be awesome Mm -hmm. that way we can have interaction with people and then also we'll be able to post the vod of the stream to right use um, our monitor boards yep twitch chats yep it's gonna be awesome that That will be crazy crazy I but like yeah, it. As um as Austin said, this is uh this is burning down the house and we have a whole gambit of things to talk about. It's been a minute. I actually have another lost episode. Anytime you see the uh, moniker lost episode next to something, it means that we recorded an episode and then some stuff hit the fan with like our real work and then <laughs> that got forgotten about. So yeah. that one will come out after this. Um the timing of it'll be weird cuz I'm sure we'll be talking about current events from two months ago <laughs> so that, you know but anytime <laughs> you see lost episode that's what's going on but for today we do have some pretty um interesting things going on in the world so i want to start out by talking about how it turns out um people can't get a hold of these game consoles and they can't build computers right now and they can't even order computers. can't even exactly like, and so everyone's pissed off at manufacturers but they're pissed off at the wrong manufacturers so you know i'm sure We've all heard somebody wanted to buy a PlayStation 5 in this room. I'm sure we mm-hmm. all know someone who wanted one. And I'm sure we've all heard them complain about how Sony didn't make enough. Oh, yeah. That seems they to be a common. That. So I want to dispel some of those rumors. So Sony and Xbox both base their gaming systems off of AMD processors. So that is another company. Oh. There, there are two main ones. There's AMD and Intel. And AMD makes the processors that run most of the modern game consoles. They did last gen, this gen. It's kind of how it goes. Mm. Um, that is made that. by a fabrication company out of, I want to say China, but I could be wrong, TSMC. They are the biggest global silicon manufacturing. Intel uses them. And everyone uses them. Um, they are having shortages. So yes, play Sony and Xbox can shit out as many plasticky cubes as they can get but if they can't get the chips to put in them you're not getting any product yeah not getting anything 
Interesting. Um, and so that's kind of been, and that does extend into computer hardware. Um, mm. With the release of Ryzen 5000, which is AMD's new consumer lineup of uh, um, chips. Bull crap chip. Um, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they convinced me to switch away from Intel, and I like Burn that. die Burn hard. It down. I hate AMD. I'm sorry, AMD, but I hate you. <laughs> Josh unfoundedly hates amd i know i it's um, partly partly unfounded every computer i've ever tried to build with an amd processor it always makes me mad the last time you built it was probably <laughs> fm2 yeah it was probably that one over yeah, there yeah and that and, and let's put it this way <laughs> fm2 and fm3 sucked yeah <laughs> like, and that's why i quit building but they with them. don't now they're great they're great they're great dun, intel kind of sucks you know it what switched. intel might kind of suck a little bit but i still like that you can build a PC with it and it's pretty simple. But so is AMD now. It is. It's just as simple. Okay. With the release of Ryzen 5000. So <clears throat> the 3000 series had the issue of they... This is like old tech versus new tech. This is what this conversation actually is. Yeah, pretty much. Because like you guys are actually with it and I'm just like an old dinosaur going, I remember the days when and, Intel was the thing. And you the know, thing like is, is those days were up to two years ago. Right. Like Intel that's dominated I mean. for a long time time i mean i had a f system with a 4790k which is a processor from 2014 that was perfectly fine up until 2020 like no issues i didn't need anything more but then when it came time to upgrade in 2020 and 2021 what we're seeing is intel has one thing going for them and it's per clock performance so when well, i'm no, i'm sorry per core performance they they have more instructions per clock as well um but they are running on an older processing thing. So kind of the way it works is you got to think smaller is better in terms of chip chip production. So if I'm making a processor back in 2014, I'm building on 22 nanometers. Now TSMC is down to like six. So you can fit all this power and all this stuff on a smaller device, creating less heat and less energy draw. Um, what AMD's kind of like motto was back when back in the dark times when josh hated them was let's squeeze as much as we humanly can on this chip it's going to get way hotter than anyone can handle and it's going to take more power than it needs to and because of that system failed it was horrible just a abysmal mm -hmm. product and intel was very conservative with their power draws and they only let you unlock the voltage on k series processors ryzen came in and said nah you can unlock you can unlock any multiplier on any Ryzen processor. The install process is just as easy as Intel now. The it used to have problems when it first came out because AMD has committed to a longer support of boards. Mm -hmm. So like that's one thing that really sucks about having an Intel chip. So let's say you have a forty seven ninety K and you want to upgrade to a sixty six hundred K. You know, it's twenty sixteen. Mm -hmm. You are not spending the $200 on the CPU upgrade. You're spending right. $200 on the CPU upgrade, $120 on a Z-Series motherboard, and then another $100 mm -hmm. on RAM. Okay. With AMD, right now I have a Ryzen 3600. It's a six-core, 12-thread beast of a processor, and I have a B450 board. Tomorrow, I could drop in a 5000-series chip into that motherboard, get immediate gains in performance, and not spend a dollar more. Wow. It's better for for consumers. It's just downright Intel will always have the business market. Intel will, they're more sure they might be more reliable right. over a 10 year span, but as far as consumers go, you're about to see a whole lot of Ryzen chips. Mm. 
and that and we're seeing that in other devices the surfaces they're mm -hmm. now making services with ryzen are they really that's coming mm -hmm. um all the work models of those come with ryzen chips um if apple wasn't going to their own silicon you would have seen it in theirs right ryzen 4000 is their laptop variants mm -hmm. integrated vega graphics are i believe like 75 percent better than integrated intel graphics like well, you can I, you yeah, can game that. On run really on, on integrated, integrated graphics, graphics hmm. with a Ryzen CPU can't be gaming something hard, but you can yeah, but you like, can run it. I mean, you can't even open most games on a right. HD six thirty chipset. Well, like it's, sure, but yeah, but like that, I can run my you know Minecraft maybe old version. Yeah, <laughs> but like can't I, run uh, whatever the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven on it. In, on it. in today's world, where people's work machines and their personal machines are kind of becoming one, as we transfer more towards the cloud, like you don't need as much of dedicated hardware right. for one thing or the other. It's all it's, services. It's way more important to people to be able to do both on right. one machine. Right. And I think that's where Intel kind of fizzles out a little bit. Is they're they're so they're so interested in single core performance and quick single core workflows that they've kind of ignored multi-core. They've kind of ignored graphics. I mean, now they're putting out the Intel XE. Have you read anything about that, Austin? No. So Intel's making graphics cards now. Okay. Um, they're mostly integrated, called Intel XE, I believe, or Intel X. It's one of those two. Um, but they're also making add-in PCI cards. What? And nobody really understands why. Because they, they're not... Maybe they're sad about losing the CPU war. That's what everyone, it's kind of like, oh, maybe we'll get some back here, but you're just going to get destroyed by NVIDIA, which is another one that everyone's mad about is that nobody can buy a graphics card right now. And unfortunately, all that's made it is this is probably hmm. the last year that we're ever getting a good price to performance ratio of a product. Yeah, maybe. Because everyone went to go buy it. They couldn't get it. Now everyone's mad at the manufacturer. The manufacturer is never putting out that good of a value again. No, probably not. Which is I too mean, bad because I don't know if either of you have followed the 3000 series launch of NVIDIA's cards, like the 3060. Yeah, the 3080. It and all is that. crazy. Still? It's impossible to get, but so, as far so as performance, the, the people that comparison. may not know, right? Like, what's that history? It just basically is like there are too many, and then like Bitcoin people are buying it again or something like that. So back in the Maxwell architecture days, which is the 10 series, which is about 2016, 17, right. you had the rise of cryptocurrency. Everyone right. wanted to build a mining rig and it yeah, drove I, the I cost. Did. I built a mining rig. It, it drove the cost of DRAM up. It drove right. the cost of GRAM up. It drove the cost of literally anything that had an efficiency rating that could you could mine cryptocurrency with. Right. It drove the price up. They were hard to find. So basically for the layman, that just means like the graphics cards, the regular random access memory, the memory sticks, all that crap to use to build a PC that was like getting bought up by yep. a new market that the manufacturers were not prepared to supply and no. it drove the price up like crazy for all the gamers and made everybody really mad. And for scope on price, we're talking like, let's say you had a card that was a $400 card. It's now a $1,200 card, right? And that kind of died down after the 10 series because you had the 2000 series, which right. is when NVIDIA unveiled something called RTX, which is ray tracing. Right. right. So what that is for people that don't know, it's like, let's say you load up a game and the sun is above you. What ray tracing does is it actually traces out the rays of lights and bounces them off reflections and stuff. So you get more even and realistic lighting in video games. It's basically the next step towards making video games look like real life. Yeah, it's incredibly taxing on hardware. We are not at a point now where it's even mainstream because it's you need at least a two thousand dollar computer to make it even remotely right, enjoyable. Right. 
But what that did was it kind of, they weren't as good for crypto mining. Right. So the prices went down again for 2000 series. But Thank the problem God. is, is the price to performance on mm -hmm. 2000 series was dog shit. Like hmm. it was horrible. They, I still run it. I have the 1070. Yeah, me too. I yeah. could totally That's go a get lot. a 2070 if I really wanted to go well, get one. Of course, one. yeah. I go they're buy whatever. They're not better. Like legitimately, not, if you're no. not using ray tracing, they're not better. Hmm. So those, so the prices stayed fine then. Lame. And then the 3000 series got announced. And then the 3000. So the 3080 <laughs> is, I think it's as good as the Titan from the 2000 series. The 3070 the tw I'm sorry. Let's go back. Let's go to the low end because the low end matters more. The 3060 Ti, which is $400, is double the performance of the $700 uh, 2080. What? Jeez. It's stupid. Like, it's crazy. At this wow. point right now, the average person can buy a 3060 Ti and enjoy 144 hertz 1440p gaming <laughs> perfectly fine. 1440p at 144 hertz is crazy. that's what i game at home now um, do you really yeah i for, i i sniped a monitor from this lady on facebook 120 dollars <laughs> scumbag alert she was she her her uh, her husband was done working at home and he was like i don't need my monitor anymore he thought it was just like some normal monitor it was like a 500 like really nice asus monitor and she sold it to me for 120 <laughs> Um, I quickly realized cool. that the 1070 cannot run things at 1440p. So no, you gotta, what no, you do is you run can't. it at 1080 and then yeah. you upscale to 1440. Yeah. And it, it uh, sure, the, there's a small quality hit, but it doesn't so matter what? to me. Yeah. Like it, you got to be a true purist really complain about that or, or that's like your livelihood where you're just like your, yep. your job is streaming your video game capabilities, you know, using it for advertising and you got to make everything like, oh, I got to be in this upper echelon yep. of elite people that do this, you know, and which I respect that. I get that because it's just like every profession and like the big the buzzword right now is like, you know, like 1440p. I feel like a lot of people don't even know that 1440p exists, right? It's kind of like this weird. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, it's exclusively a gaming resolution, right? Because most games you don't Nobody's, need a 4k. No, and you and 1080p can look fuzzy on a 27 inch screen. Yeah, on a 27 so for sure. In yeah. between there, you got 1440p. It's pretty much the sweet spot for a 27 inch screen. But up until the 3000 launch, it was pretty much unfeasible to play at 4k at high refresh rate. It mm. really wasn't a thing. Now you get a 3070 or 3080. You're playing 4k 120 hertz. No problem. It's a it, it's insane. That's cool. And now with the 3090, 8K gaming is actually a thing. Oh wow! You can there are games that will run at 30 to 40 FPS at so, 8K. Resolution. So what's better to get then? I mean that goes back to the whole argument. Does Nvidia Nvidia doesn't run on AMD chipsets, does it? No. That's why yeah, Direct that's still a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. Like it's still not cross compatible. Wait, no, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Like, AMD does. Do you mean like you can't yeah, run an GPU, Nvidia? You can't. Can you run a GPU on an AMD board? Yeah, with a AMD CPU. That's and the all main that? way. People. Okay. Most builds right well, now I they are were Ryzen five of some sort I thought with you an couldn't. Nvidia board. I thought for so like back in the day maybe is what I'm thinking of. But like I thought you couldn't do that. I don't. I can't comment on back in the day because I well, only use yeah, Intel. But I think that's what I'm referring to in my head. Since, like I just remember this thing where I was like, no, you can't cross over since these FM3. Like, okay. Since FM3, you can because he okay. used to Maybe have, he it. had an 83, 8530 or 8350 with a 970 and a 960 and it worked nice. perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. So it must yeah. be all, like old, old. 
yeah. uh, AMD stuff. But yeah, right. no, right now, like if you go on any site's recommended gaming list, and this is, you know, if you're a parent out there and your kid wants a computer, listen right. to this. Everyone's going to tell you, go get a Ryzen 5 or a Ryzen 3 and some whatever NVIDIA GPU you can find. Unfortunately, you can't just go out and get yeah. a 3060, but that's like the de facto, like that's what you're going to get recommended because it's yeah, not beatable. Yeah, like make some show notes and just like put a list of like, here, go buy your kid this. <laughs> yeah, for real. I will, have, I will have a sample build on a, PT, on a PC part picker list in the description be, of this yeah, episode. And you click a link and it'll take you there so you can yep. see what and to it, buy. And it'll give you links to each individual product too. Right. That's and it real. may be affiliate links, but we don't care. <laughs> Piss off. You don't like that. But um, I just have you guys experienced shortages in products in your own personal lives, like where you wanted something, but you couldn't get it because they didn't make enough. I know you were trying to get a 3060 no. for a yeah, while. Uh, the 3060 release. I mean, that it kind of just affected upgrading my computer. My computer is kind of a dinosaur right now. Dinosaur. And, like to the point where I'm experiencing input lag <laughs> in most of my games. And it's like. The 3060 Ti was really exciting when they announced that. Um, that kind of like made me feel like, oh, now's now's the time. Um, yeah. And new eggs sold out in literally less than 30 seconds. Like Best Buy was available, but didn't do it in our area. Like, mm. it, of course they didn't. It, yeah, it was just a pain in the ass. Um, Best Buy sucks. They really do. I cannot stand <laughs> that store. <at laughs> I, it's one of my you least like, favorite yeah. places. I can't. I yeah. I'll go there for like a gaming mouse. <laughs> I want to go to Geek Squad. I don't want to think about it. it. It is okay. The only reason why GameStop is even allowed to exist is because it's the only place where, let's say, you're sitting there and you're like, "Shit, I need a DisplayPort cable." Uh, right. Well, unless you want to get it in two days from Amazon, right. you're going to Best Buy pretty much. You see that? So we'll switch gears on that a little bit to the G- the whole GameStop thing, since you just said GameStop. <laughs> and I just saw today that like they're gonna try and convert to an e-commerce platform like they're hiring like executives to help them get there because they know they're a dying breed well, <laughs> like, okay kind of a day late but. the dumbest <laughs> thing that they ever did was they got rid of retro games that oh, is yeah, the worst stupid. decision they ever made because that is I, where the bread is for them yeah you, nope. you can't get like you gotta go to flea markets literally like, or like you know junk. around here we still have like a disc replay right, right or right. like i know like in muncie I know that's nobody knows where Muncie is. That's yeah, where I went to college. They know where Ball, um, that's where Ball State that's where Ball is. Ball State is. Um, they had a sign called Game Exchange, which is like a more locally right, run right. thing. They host like you know Smash Bros tournaments and stuff, but right. they have like a retro gaming section. Like those are pretty much your only options yeah. without getting gouged out on eBay. Right. And GameStop used to serve yeah. a really good purpose in that. We're like, okay, maybe I want to play Pokemon Sapphire. You know, Pokemon's super popular in those right, games. Right. Are, my age is now officially where we're looking at nostalgia glasses, going, I want these things. GameStop could make so much money off that. And they have it to some extent. You can go online and order like some DS games or whatever, but it's only if it's like at a store. You can't order it and they have it in a warehouse and they ship it to you. You can order it and then pick it up at a store. So Mm -hmm. if they can maneuver that and become like the de facto place or even start doing like consignment, Mm -hmm. like, you know, let's say I have a sealed copy of Pokemon Emerald. Mm -hmm. It's worth something. And GameStop's yeah. going to be able to get more for it than I can. So, right. like, why not consign it a little bit? I think there are ways for GameStop to pivot to actually still make, like, a lot of money. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I think the brand's kind of ruined at this point. It's kind of like, you know, Blockbuster tried to outdo Netflix in the heyday of Netflix and it became a thing. 
Like, it's just like, dude, no. Like, but and they just, actually did try that. They, like, with the DVD model, like the mail thing. Yeah. Blockbuster started doing that, and it didn't work. It, they were just too late. But they started it after Netflix. Right. They started it after, so this but would this be, is already... Like, this would be GameStop getting out in front of it. How so? Like There's not a major store that does that. Oh, I see. That's there are small, well, I would say, I would say eBay is the problem with them, then. But They're people don't trust against, eBay. Yeah, that's okay. Ask the, okay. ask the average person. To I see. Buy, I see your point. They won't yeah, do no, it. That makes sense. People, tr- to, they don't trust them. I trust it. I've never had a bad experience on eBay. Same. Like I, I don't. I, but you guys are probably more informed. On exactly. Shopping. We know how probably. to do things. Like that's true. People we are do selling. Run, yeah, we do run IT business. People are selling pictures of <laughs> so, graphics cards on eBay, and people yeah. are buying them. <laughs> oh my god! Like, this is a picture only. Yep. or box only yep. like kind of thing. like that is rampant $200 <laughs> and, and that comes from on eBay and on eBay if you're going to buy anything on eBay you are fully protected as the buyer like legitimately and I'm not advocating anyone to scam you could like if someone sent you a product you can drill a hole in it and then go it came like this and eBay is going to refund you like yeah. it's very buyer centric so like that would, be, that would defeat the purpose of drilling a hole in that scenario. I, I know what you mean, but <laughs> <laughs> you'd like fake it, fake the damage is my, I was just, I'm not yes. sorry. I keep going. Well, cause, well, I was trying to not steer them th- through to like legitimate fraud. Cause like, no, that is a, that is a real thing where people will order a device and, right. and, and, and then they'll just put a broken one in the box and send it back right. and go, it broke. And if you don't have those serial numbers written down yep. as the seller, it doesn't matter if you have every proof in the world that that was right. If they can't match a number, they're not, they're not working with you. They don't, no, they don't eBay care. has no desire that, to work with that sellers. That scared me away. I used to sell on eBay a lot and got, I got, you, you get fucked. Like literally, it's, they don't care about rough. sellers yeah. at it's all. It's rough mm-hmm. on the platform for people selling stuff. And I think because of that, there is a place for, especially with authentic goods specifically, because it's really easy to sell fake stuff. eBay doesn't really have a policy on like selling fake goods, <laughs> which is like a problem. So like when you're trying to buy, like, it's a scumbag. Like I love it. I think it's hilarious. So like we're in the height of Pokemon cards gaining value right now. Oh no, and stuff like that. If you go to any small game shop in your city, you're going to mm-hmm. see a section of Pokemon cards that are vintage. You're going to okay. see like that's just how they make money because they know nobody's coming in to buy Call of Duty Cold War at your game store. No, no, There's you no can download point. it. Exactly. Like- <laughs> but what they will come in for is some rare thing that they don't want to risk getting a fake one. They yeah. don't want to risk dealing with some shady guy. They can come to your store. Right. And GameStop does have, while it is a shoddy reputation as far as trading stuff in, as far yeah, as buying problem yeah like they're a pretty solid company to buy goods from it's just the the selling part of it so Mm -hmm. ditch that aspect of your business you weren't you're not making that much money on it anyway anymore it was stupid and switch to a more e-commerce centric go to some vintage game type stuff that people want to buy and make your money that way and i think yeah especially right now where you have all these people from wall street bets and everyone's on twitter's looking at it like you have eyes on your platform right now if you can pivot to a cool platform Mm -hmm. or like start gamestop i don't know if you you probably remember this blockbuster best buy they used to host game tournaments like you used Hmm. to be able to go like i used to go play in like uh I played in Pokemon tournaments at Best Buy. I've played in Didn't know that. Uh, Guitar Hero tournaments at um, GameStop before. Like they used to have these things. Start hosting cool events for people that are into games to go join because these people are already hyped up about your existence. Like they're like, oh my gosh, GameStop just made me four hundred dollars or fifty grand, or some people became millionaires. But like, so they they have this 
already have this like love of a platform, even if it's completely unfounded, because the stock has nothing to do with the business. But people aren't going to know that. They, 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 they're just happy that GameStop brought them joy. And so I really do, like, I've been saying it to everyone I know, like, if, Game, if GameStop can find a way to pivot right now and become a cool place to go and can mm-hmm. be accepting of all these people that they've essentially made rich to some extent, like, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll do great. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I don't know. I like the concept. I don't know that they can execute at this point. I'm just, you know, now we're just speculating, but it's just like, yeah, I don't know. They might not even Good want idea. to execute at this point. But can you short it? <laughs> I hope. Hey, listen, listen, is there any hedge funds listening? Please short GameStop. Please. Please like, short it. Short GameStop hedge fund managers. See what happens. I'd love to have yeah. that happen again. So that's the other news. The, uh, the GameStop run of what? 2021. Yep. January. Wall Street versus Reddit. Yeah. Wall Street versus versus Wall Street bets versus or oh, you said Reddit. You say Reddit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wall Street versus Reddit versus, you know, with Robin Hood mixed in the middle. Yeah. Versus the versus <laughs> like, liquidity versus liquidity. <laughs> so yeah. for unless you've been hiding under a rock, you know, there's been plenty of news stories about that. Um, basically what happened in case you were hiding under a rock and you should be ashamed of yourself for that is um, the idiots on Reddit, aka Wall Street bets subreddit went and started pumping uh, GameStop stock driving the price up to I think the peak was 360 371.82 from what I'm looking at here on my Robin Hood <laughs> website. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, <clears throat> basically there were some smaller um, brokerages, i.e. Robin Hood, that couldn't cover what they needed to put up as collateral for some for all these trading positions. Yep. And Robin Hood had to uh, shut down the ability to buy uh, GME is the stock ticker for GameStop. And they drove the price up. And then after they, they prohibited people from buying it, it sank the, the stock down and it dropped. It dipped to 197. Yep. But then a bunch of people bought more. And then a bunch of people <laughs> bought more. <laughs> and it shot back up. It looks like it went up to like 340 bucks again. And then it kind of waved a little bit. And now it's just tanked back down to sub 100. It's right now it's trading at like 93 bucks, 61 cents. And since we started our podcast, I, when we started, it was like 102. So, I mean, it's losing value yep. like crazy. So, and I'm not sure why it's lo- losing value today. Actually, I haven't looked it up today. But the, um, the, guessing, shift, the shift on Wall Street bets has moved towards AMC and uh, uh, that's some coins. What it is. They've yeah, kind of yeah, moved yeah. to coins and uh, AMC. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been pretty interesting to follow. Like, I've been following it all month. I saw these guys and I, you know, for me, I go on Reddit. I am on there. I'm not going to tell you my username. I don't really care. Um, but I go on Wall Street bets all the time. I think it's a, a source of funnies. Yep. Like I laugh at the crap that's on there all the time. I don't. I'm not bashful about it. I don't care. I think you know, my wife's always looking and go. What are you giggling about on your phone over there? Like, <laughs> like, like. Yeah. See this this like stock tip on big tits is like you know yep. <laughs> some so yep. stupid crap like that. And it's like not actually. It's just like somebody you know put a graphic image of two different stocks to buy on some some bosoms <laughs> like what <laughs> it's, it's just it's really dumb. It's dumb humor. Yep. 
Uh, some people get into it and then they have other things where like, I think if I had to speculate on wall street bets, it's actually about, um, like there's a lot of traders that are legitimate that oh, are on there 100% and they'll get on there and just kind of goof off and you know, you know, there's some of the stuff they say is kind of funny about different stocks and like the business ideas are out there, but, um, to see them like in action is another thing. So they had a discord server yep. that has since been banned amidst all this great timing discord. You are shills for the establishment. Thank you. I said it. Uh, and those guys like legit would get on there and they were trying to pump Neo before this. They're trying yep. to pump Palantir stock before this. And I saw them do it. Like they were starting to push the price up, but they could never get enough like people to like dump, ju- uh, jump in on it. Yep. And so now it's like, you know, they, they succeeded with GameStop. I mean, one dude made like 10 mil. Yeah, no, because he held it at $20 and it shot up to 400 and like he had so many shares. He had like 10 million in value. Like, holy crap. Do you know the origin of the, uh, like, the guy who started it all? Deep fucking value. Deep, yeah, that's who I'm referring to. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he put in 50 and got out, I think, 1.5 okay. at first. And then he went back, back in, in and got like 10. Yeah. Like yeah. He, they, like, he showed his gains. Like yeah. he took screenshots of his account. And, you know, obviously you could have altered it, but I don't think he did. I think people would have figured that out by now. So he's been interviewed on like multiple news like papers like cool stations dude. he's like a canadian guy he's, he's like so super dude. chill he's like i don't care hold yeah <laughs> like, yep. hodl to the moon hodl to the moon um so yeah that's that's been pretty fun like to watch i think it's cool and on the flip side the losers in that scenario are the hedge funds yep. and that's why we we don't. Uh, that's why we delivered that hateful message to the hedge funds. Yeah, sorry, Melvin Capital. Right, Melvin Capital lost like fifty percent of their value because they had short positions on GameStop. And, and you see what happened when a group of community users went and drove the price up. Yep. Melvin Capital lost their butts, and then the establishment tried to crush everything. Yep, they got pissed that a bunch of regular common people got together and drove the price up on something and making money, which is the same friggin' thing <laughs> that all of you assholes and wall street do on a freaking daily weekly, whatever basis. Like, you know, you collude with each other yep. and talked by talking about what you're going to short, what you're going to long, which, which call options you're going to roll with. And sure, there's some rivalry between you, but don't give me this crap. Like, yeah, you do it all the time. Their meeting rooms are just the Wall Street bets discord. Correct. Same That's exact same thing. thing. And it's so frustrating to see like, oh, we're going to get the SEC involved. Like all this garbage about like how these guys are so bad for trading stocks, talking about using stocks, the free market, using the free market. What? Get out of here. Like, no respect, none and respect it, for you guys in wall street who are legit. I respect you. I don't mean everybody. respect to Mark Cuban, right? Like there are some people that are cool. I'm not trying to diss everybody, but I am going to call out everyone else. Who's like whining and crying to all the regulators about this stuff. Cause that's total garbage. Like, you know, you do this all the time and furthermore, you'll bounce back. Exactly. <laughs> like you have the tools. Melvin capital got like, bailed out for 2.75 billion within right. like hours right. of it happening. Got an infusion of cash. Like, don't give me this. Like it's just, it's another common theme. It's like everything right now. Screw the common man. We're going to keep the establishment line. Like, no, 
nope, I'm not. I'm not for that. So that's my opinion. Any other opinions? Because I'm getting heated and I need to shift. Yeah, I want to talk about how cool it was that I think the. So yes, I, I also go on Wall Street bets, not as much as you, but I definitely look at it and like they have been trying to pump stocks for like ever. That's like been a yeah, meme yeah, yeah. It's and been it's a been thing. a thing. But this was the first time that they really utilized Twitter. Yeah. And it also was the first time that it was a stock that everybody knew. So right. when you say I'm buying GameStop, somebody you know can, what that is. Somebody can open name. up Robinhood and type right. in GameStop. When I go, I'm holding HCMC, it's like, oh, this is this random penny stock that no one's heard of. Like, it's hard to get people to drive to it. But Wall Street Bets really utilized their Discord and, and uh, Twitter to get the average person buying the stock, too. So it wasn't just their group pumping. It was like the right. world pumping. Right. But one of the things that I've, I've been wanting to say on the podcast since this happened, because I know a lot of people that are losing their ass right now because mm-hmm. they saw it and they didn't, they don't understand the concept of by the time you're seeing it, it does. It means you shouldn't be buying it. Right. That's um, correct. And I just want to put that out there for all these people that think, cause they might've seen like a, a family member go make 50 grand on this really quickly. Cause right. they were in. Don't think that that is normal. That no, that's going to not. happen for you, you. You can't time the market normally. This no, was this was a freak event. Yeah, this does not happen regularly. It's, no, no. And there are some other things that they're doing now, like with uh, using some other apps that people aren't really hip to. That you know, Wall Street is trying to get out there, and or Wall Street bets. I, say, I should say they're trying to pump cryptocurrency. And since cryptocurrency is in completely unregulated unreg- space, and you can pump whatever you want there, like that that is becoming a thing, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm kind of sucked into that a little bit. Cause I'm like, you know what, if you make like four or five grand on a, on a pump and ditch and then do it again and ditch and do it again, you know what I mean? You just keep following these clowns, like trading bitcoins against, you know, alt altcoins are total garbage, but you know, who cares? Make yep. your, make your damn money. Like what <laughs> you're here for like what? 80 years plus like maybe in total yeah. <laughs> in your life make some money and there's a solid Go out chance and do something and there, with yourself like and there's a solid chance that you're working for a company that has no interest in you growing or right. interest Doesn't in care. your existence so at some point <laughs> <Wall Street. coughs> literally exactly <laughs> but it, at some point the average person has to take their financial freedom into their own hands and that's something that i think a lot of people are learning which is awesome like people right. are learning that like okay my only source of money, which is like the only source of security we have, doesn't have to come from some company that doesn't care about me. I can, with enough time, effort, and research, create something for myself. Right. And when you give people that sense of empowerment, I mean, if we really want to get, I, I won't get too far into it, but if you really want to get into why the establishment doesn't like it, it's because a bunch of people that feel empowered is really scary for a system that's been holding people down for this long. That is that is very yeah. scary for people in power. Mm-hmm. You know, you got all these people, they can move markets. Right. How much can they screw up for the SEC? How much can they screw yeah. up for these big companies? Like that's right. that's why you saw Discord get banned. Sure. Was there a lot of really toxic shit in the Wall Street Bets Discord? Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. If like, we're going I had, to, I had to shut it off a lot of times. If like, we're going like, no. and <laughs> if we're going by the terms of service, should have been shut down a long time ago. That, yes, it should have. It should and not have been shut down in the height of this when that is right. one of the only that's places the where these people are communicating. It's that's the bullshit. Same, it's the same with parlor and aws it's that it's i don't disagree with the decision it's the timing of it it's like what on earth did you think that would happen yeah you're gonna get tons of negative pr for that like that's so stupid it's it's absolutely ridiculous and 
it's hard for me because in a lot of ways, like I don't disagree with banning hateful places on these platforms. You own a platform, you should have every Internet. right to get rid of the yeah. shit that you want to get That's, rid of. Yeah, you're a private company. Exactly. You're you can do, I, I can make whatever decision I want to make. But when it comes as long off, as it's legal. when it comes off that you're that you're sh- basically saying you're throwing your users under the bus for some bigger entity, your right. users are what allow you to have this platform. They're right. what allow you to even be able to ban something on your platform because there's users on it. Right. Tr- you can't alienate your users. That's just stupid. Not for the sake of the SEC, not for the sake of Robin Hood. Like, right. And Robin Hood's another one that, like, I really, it, no, your whole thing was let the people trade. Like, the whole idea of Robin Hood is taking from the rich and helping the poor. Like, it's the it's the thesis of the of the app is like mm-hmm. let the average man get in on this, and then the moment the average man was able to get in on it, you mm-hmm. got restricted. Yep. And then they started doing it with Dogecoin. Which is another one. So Dogecoin, for people that don't know, it's a cryptocurrency that is entirely a meme. Like it's not like a norm. It's stupid. It's yeah. not one that was created and then it became a meme. Like it's literally a coin with a dog on it that is a meme. Like right. that is the right. only existence for a long time. Is it one sure. cent and it went up to like seven cents? Sure. And as soon as it did, I went in to buy Dogecoin at two cents. Mm. All I had access to at the time was Robinhood. Mm-hmm. Before Doge could even go up, they started restricting trades on That's it. That's ridiculous. So it wasn't a matter of and the SEC. Your, yeah. It wasn't the matter of any of that. That was them saying, "We don't want your people making that much money. Like we don't want to give yeah, all that to we you." We don't want to. Yeah, we we don't want to have another scenario where we have to like worry about how much collateral we got to put up after yep. this. That was what it was. Like I'm sure that's what it was. And so. <clears throat> we don't need to get, to get both Josh and I will get extremely pissed off about this because it's no, it's an issue. I think most people who are listening to this podcast are gonna find that pretty interesting. Like we, you know, they're gonna think about this. They probably saw seen it in the news, and they don't have many takes that are gonna be like other than whatever the mainstream feeds them, which is a spoonful of bullshit. Yeah, so fair. Like it's it's all the mainstream is gonna side and have opinion pieces masqueraded as as legitimate news that say that oh all of the hedge funds you know suffered and are victims in this thing and you know i just know like that's garbage that's total garbage the game is you might lose money on your position no kidding and that's your that's risk what that's what it your is ri- that's your risk it's everyone's and it's not right. a, it's not it's, a singular <laughs> it's not like you make more so that's your no. it's all of our risks the moment you put a dime right. into this shit you could lose it all right and so don't put more don't put more than you're willing to right like duh <laughs> and just and, you know, and these guys, these hedge funds get lazy and greedy and they put in more than, than they should and they all shorted the position. Okay, good job, Melvin Capital. You lost. Yep. Sorry about you, but that's them's the breaks. That's part of your, that's part of the risk you took. Yeah, I mean, and I, I don't feel sorry for you at all. I don't care. Like nobody comes pats on us. Don't comes and no. pats us on the back when we lose on a position. Nope. I've lost. I, I've when I first tons. got into the stock market, I didn't really even understand. I was just throwing money at stuff. You know, yep. you lose it all. It's like, oh, this sucks. But like, right. at no point was I like, oh, hey, buddy, could you uh, could you actually save me from all this uh, shit that I just took on? Because, you right. know, if we're still Give in me this a game, out. it's ridiculous. Yeah. But I'd like it's to, let's, let's talk about places where people can trade that are not like that. So like, <laughs> gives people some, oppor- some, some alternatives because a lot of people only know Robin Hood. And, all, yeah, and um, a lot of the other it, ones are ugly. Well, <laughs> the that, UIs aren't the best. Yeah, the, the user interface isn't the best. But um, I use Fidelity, E-Trade. There's TD Ameritrade. Yep. Uh, there's, God, what are the other ones? I can't even think of the other okay, ones. So um, those are like the big, those are like for like big, real trading. Like those are like 
actual traders use those ones. Well, yeah, but I have, we don't have big positions on, on those and we still are, we have accounts set up. You just sign up for a Fidelity no, yeah, account. I know. I'm just, I'm not saying like you can't, I'm just saying like for some, <clears throat> like, let's say you're like a normal person that like you really, you're, you're just learning about it. So like those oh, UIs right. will be a little bit tricky there. Yeah, I'm not saying walk, don't sign up because if you're going to like, if you're going to do like penny stocks, that's where you need to be. You That's, need to be in yeah. TD Ameritrade. You, you need, need to be, be in Fidelity. They it's, have it's the multi- only place you're going to get multiple it. brokerage or multiple uh, trading exchanges that they have that you get to tap into through their yep. platforms, which is nice. So, um, all those. So outside of Robinhood, we it was a Webull. Yep, there's that Webull chi- Chinese company or not? I can't remember. <sighs> I'm going to look it up. I can't remember. Just to just make to, sure. Yeah. Who owns Webull? I thought they were. I thought they were based out of China, but. I'm not sure. I could be saying Weeble is owned by Alibaba. Yes. Yeah, yeah it is. So there you um, go. But one <clears> thing <throat> I will say is Weeble was the last one to restrict trades. Yeah. So, you know, you got to pick your poison there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not saying, holding anything in a long no. position at Weeble, but yeah, it is, it is, it is an option for you out there. There's also mm-hmm. one called public, which is newer. Oh, okay. I do not know who public's owned by. I will not speak on it, but I will say that they are another one where their kind of ethos is bringing it to the people. And it seems like they're more committed to help do, to doing that than Robin hood was. Um, so that's another one I've seen. I've seen a lot of the people that I respect on public. Um, and then the last one I want to talk about is something called M one finance. So if you're hmm. someone who really doesn't understand this stuff at all, and you're looking for a more long hold position, like you're not about to sit there and day trade. You're not about to go watch it every two seconds. You can, um, M1 Financial has pies where you can kind of say like, okay, I'm going to put $1,000 into this pie and they have their own things. Like they have one called like responsible investing where it's kind of like they're what they're going to do and then they'll do it on the small scale of your account. Mm-hmm. You can also say like, like I have a tech one and it's Apple, Intel, um, AMD and uh, Tesla. Oh, they're fractional. Yeah, it's like fractional shares in a pie, and you do it by percentage that you want to put in of your money of the pie into each thing. It's super simple to understand, and it's really good for long holds on stuff because you can track it very easily. You don't have to sit there and monitor it 24-7. Right. So that's a good one. So just in general, I just want people to know that there are other options. You're not stuck to Robin Hood. You're not stuck. You don't don't have to be some dude in front of 12 monitors to do this stuff. Like, they try to keep (laughs) you out by trying to make it look way too complicated. In reality, if you can look at a graph and understand trends, and you can do research about a company and read earning earnings reports. Yeah, you can make some decent money doing this as long as you understand the concept uh, of you risk. You sound like a boomer. You sound like boomer. <laughs> now nah, I think I need to trade some calls. <laughs> yeah, <I mean. laughs> spy calls. Stocks only go up. That's the thesis of this uh, segment of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, be smart, people. That's that's all I ask. I just don't want to see people losing their ass on stuff that they don't understand. And or it's going to happen. And gamble. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Hey, it, it, sorry. It that was a long laugh. It went well for a lot of people that gambled. So it's, you know, it's like any other game. Hey. Like you could win. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's legalized, uh, casino. Yeah. Gambling. Options are, options are crazy. Yeah. You could literally just pick one. Like you can just literally go, ah, uh, that looks good. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and you might get it. You might not. And that's literally gambling. So that's interesting. So what else we got? We got uh, Bezos step down. Yes, Bezos or is stepping yeah, down. Bezos stepping down. He'll be gone Q three. So Amazon's leader is going to be taking a step down, a step back. He'll still own the company, though, right? 
Probably. Yeah, he just won't be he CEO. Just, yeah, he's probably just getting out of the, like, he's going into more of a generic, strategic yep. role versus which is, which is better. more hands-on. Yeah. And a lot of people, when they get to a certain point, they do that. Like, yeah. it's probably better for somebody with a little bit more, you know, um, like Bill Gates did that, you know, and let, um, unfortunately, I think Steve Ballmer did, they, he did contribute to Microsoft's success, but I think Satya Nadella has done a hell of a job. Um, yeah. turning that company around and, um, you know, so I think it's probably time. I think it's time for him to loosen the reins on that, um, and move on. And someday we're going to say that about our, our daddy, Elon Musk, you know? Oh, for sure. Like One he's, day. you know, someday it'll happen and that's fine. You know, yeah, I, someday I, I don't, you know, I don't want to be involved in any of it. Like, yeah, it's probably good for. It the company too to some extent like get yes. some fresh leadership fresh in there ideas. fresh ideas intel just did the same new energy intel just got a new ceo as well yeah. and like that's going to be a big boost to them yep um so it's it's probably the right move for amazon as a whole um they they're bringing in the guy from aws to run the whole thing yep. which Andy is Jassy. so i i think that's interesting aws means amazon web services i'm sorry i try not to use acronyms but sometimes it escapes me it's uh their um, cloud services that amazon yeah. provides there's yep. a lot of them yep there's yeah there are <laughs> like like a lot so so it'll be interesting to see what happens you know with that i think investors i don't know that anybody really has cared i haven't looked it only at it. uh amazon share price was up 1.5 percent following the announcement yeah, so it's so. not not a big shift probably waiting to see what actually comes of it right. um it's kind of hard to go off of like you know, going off revenue reports and stuff for the last year is kind of bullshit because, like, the world right. isn't what the world is. So, Robinhood says Amazon's down about 1.68% today so far in total. So, whatever. That's not really much. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> not no, really worried no about massive it. shifts. Nothing, nothing no, intense. Pretty normal. Um, But I just so. want, you know, for people that don't understand, like, the concept of, like, what does it mean when, like, okay, he's leaving? Because a lot of people think he's leaving the company. Like, oh, my God. He's just, like, a more oh general God. role. Like, the CEO, like, has, like, legitimate responsibilities and, like, things that need to happen and all these, like, KPIs and stuff. Right. Like, he won't be bound by a lot of that. Now, he can own the company and still be as as intertwined or as non-intertwined as he wants with it. And there's a person that he can now hold accountable for the things that he was doing. Right. And and so that's where I want people to understand is like Amazon's not changing necessarily. Like no. they're they're still going to have the same services. Yep. They're still going to do all the same things. They'll just have a different person running it. Yeah. And hopefully he's inspiring to all of his minions. Yeah, really. So. Hopefully they treat people better there. You see uh they they order they were ordered Unionized. to pay 61 million yeah, to, to their the, people that because they were withholding tips yep. from them from the I can't remember what that service was they ran but yeah it was Amazon Prime tip. now and Amazon fresh are the fresh yeah, it's the it? people who drove because those drivers right. are not like full time like they don't like clock into work and then drive all day and go back it's kind of like in a on de- on demand on as oh, needed basis okay. Interesting. so they were like kind of like you know that's the kind of job where like you, you're gonna get tips you should get tips right someone wants so to give you money for do- yeah, and they yeah. just weren't giving people their tips that's ridiculous it, they are not a great company for all that Everyone yep. I've known that well, that's, you know, and frankly, like I'm going to, I'm just going to totally take a little side project rag on the West coast for a minute because like y'all piss me off out in Silicon Valley and the up in the pack in W like you get the most toxic cultures in some of your companies out there. I'm looking at you Uber and like all the crap you've been through. Like it's ridiculous. The amount of toxicity that exists out there and you think you might want to find some good leadership that could lead, 
your organizations and even mid-level leadership if you're a big organization like that. Yeah. Like, get it together. Like, Silicon Valley is becoming a joke. Yeah. Everyone's leaving you. You're not what you had. Like, get your head out of your ass. Like, it's ridiculous. And I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah. rant. It, it's, a, it's a similar story to a lot of things where a bunch of people that were not part of the group went to go start yeah. their own thing. And by the time that they got big enough, they had forgotten the idea that it's for people and not for a profit. Right. And a lot of people don't never understand that once you're for people, <clears throat> typically other things will fall in line. Yep. Especially when you're selling to people, right? <laughs> you're if selling you're to regular people. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. So those are cool apps. Um, I was checking out your M1. I was checking out your public. I'm going to keep these tabs up check them on the flight later yeah i think you'll like m1 m1's really cool yeah good information on there too as well because like that's the other thing about those just i'm gonna say one last thing about it mm-hmm. you can have accounts on all of these you don't need to trade on one just the accounts. some of them do better info like Robinhood's pretty good about pushing relevant news about the stock to you right. in a push notification so having a Robinhood account's not the end of the world no no would i keep it's my bag app. on Robinhood? absolutely yeah, not we've seen just, what they're gonna do yeah they're just they tick me off but you know it's i don't know anyways yeah, it's it's cool to just have everything and just stay right, stay informed on what's going on. So then you had this whole thing with Alphabet. Yes, um, <laughs> delivery. So I, I'm teeing you up. You I was a big, yeah, big Spotify user. He was love Spotify. I still to this day the service of Spotify. I love that shit. Um, the way you can hand Dope. off listening between devices is awesome. The way you can mm-hmm. see what other people are listening to is awesome. The way you can share a listening session with others so that they w- they can listen in sync to what you're listening to is absolutely awesome. Just recently, Weezer released a new album, and Austin and I weren't together when it came out, but we were able to listen to it together through Discord just by clicking a button, and it syncs playback of the album. Like That's sick. Pretty sick. But what I recently found out is they're owned by Alphabet. <laughs> and we don't like Google. So um, <laughs> we don't like Google. No stinking Google. My distaste for Spotify started with the Joe Budden podcast, who's my oh, favorite no. podcaster. He's a rapper. Well, he was a rapper. He's a retired rapper, and he runs a podcast that is one of the top podcasts in the world. He was on Spotify and had an exclusive deal, and I've talked about this before on the podcast. So I'll keep it super brief. And essentially, they had they had different ideas of how much they were worth as creators on the platform. Spotify thought that the one check at the start was fine, but after amassing millions and millions and millions and millions of plays, Joe Budden felt like he should be compensated for the things that he created. It's a classic battle in creator versus label. But he left Spotify and ditched the podcast there and has recently, as of yesterday, joined Patreon not only as a member of the community to where you can be a supporter of him, but he's also the director of creative equity at patreon so he is now in a leadership position to handle like okay let's say i make for the platform and i drive just a shit ton of traffic to the website right and i'm stuck at like a certain level of money that that patreon wants to give me like joe budden there would be like hey let's look at this like are the creators being treated fairly by the label or institution right something that's needed to be there in a lot of other industries and i'm sure we'll see it with the addition of this because he comes from a music background i can only imagine music is where it's worst Mm-hmm. It's it's horrible in music. I mean, mm-hmm. you got bands like the people that we love and look up to that are legitimately broke because they don't get any of the money from the music that they made that we it's all pitiful. love. It's disgusting. Um, and Spotify really contributes to that. 
Right. They're not good. And it all kind of makes sense now that I know that they're owned by stupid ass alphabet. <laughs> Google, you suck. I'm sick of it. They got rid of, I mean, like Google Play Music was cool at first. Now it's YouTube Music and that sucks. Like if oh, they didn't, really? They moved it? If oh, they didn't own YouTube. I didn't know that. I would be done with them completely, yeah. and but YouTube, I love YouTube. I have YouTube, a YouTube TV subscription. It's actually pretty cool. Like I dig it. Like it's good for watching my sports. I know you don't do yeah. that, but I do that. So it's cool. But yeah, no, I'm with you. I've not liked a Google product. They've released f- since YouTube TV. I like that one. I like the YouTube. Generally speaking, I, I do think that they do some stupid crap on there. Um, especially in the trending algorithms. I think they're absolutely horrible. Um, they don't do enough categorization and they should probably change the algorithm with a little bit more like, you know, correlation equations to what you've done and they yep. don't really classify. They're, not, they're just not sorting their data correctly, I think. And they're not paying their creators. Um, yeah. And that's, the, that was where I was going next. It's like, I think they're kind of chintzy, yep. which is garbage. If you're going to like waste time with crap like that, like, and I get it. They're big. Google's big, blah, blah, blah. Like, the more we like the power of the people shift away from that neo-Nazi neocon garbage BS, like, <sighs> sorry, I'm just on, I'm yeah. on one. I've been on one since the whole, like big tech is censoring everyone in the world and they think it's not going to backfire and it is going to tank your stocks. Watch. I guarantee it. At some point you're going to see, like as soon as you start prohibiting free speech, albeit something you disagree with people aren't going to use your shit yeah your people have left twitter in masses because of the crap with uh i don't even remember what it was now it's i can't they censored a bunch of garbage on there i can't remember what it was it was was probably political it was was a concern it was mainly conservative accounts related to uh and stuff like that uh, okay um but and you know whatever and i think oh yeah that's right because after the capitol hill riots they, they dumped some people out of that which I don't necessarily disagree with some of that. Like I'm trust me, I'm not for violence. I'm just saying like when you prohibit free speech, I'm you're going to see people just be like, yep, screw that. And I've already seen it. Yep. And that's the not word to say on the that street is like, nope, you suck Twitter. Like, honestly, nobody I know is like, except for like when we talk about this, like no one's using Twitter. No one cares. It's funny because uh, on the flip side, you got people my age that like they don't. It's very it's a short sighted thought. So I'm not going to say like it's not a, it's not it's not a great thought, but they were really happy when thou host should not be named was taken off Twitter. Oh yeah, they're very happy about that. Well, I was happy about that too and in a way, but I don't think the way they handled it was the right way to handle ex- it. Exactly. Like, but the the happiness of it is very short sighted. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's, did it's he stupid. did he probably break the platform rules? Yes. Yeah, I mean, and do I disagree likely. with a lot of people getting kicked off a platform for breaking the rules that they agreed with? No, typically I'm actually pretty for that. Yeah, I don't really care. And yeah. I'm someone who breaks the rules. If I was to get terminated tomorrow on Twitter, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Sure, I said some dumb <laughs> shit set, on Twitter. Set like, up another account. Like, exactly, who cares? <laughs> it's whatever. Um, you only but, care if you have like 10 million followers. You know, that's the issue. But the but. problem is, is they kind of got carried away. And yeah. they didn't explain it well. And, nope. it, and it comes off like you're censoring people for their ideas Mm -hmm. and that's horrifying Mm -hmm. because yeah right now it doesn't matter the reasoning it's the issue that's the issue in my opinion go ahead you finish your thought right now people don't feel 
your age is mad at Twitter about that because yeah. your age cares a lot about freedom of speech. Freedom of like speech is it, baby. And I'm First with that. Amendment. And I feel that way as well. But my generation does not care. Yeah, that's they are far more. Up. They're just happy that what they didn't like is not there anymore. Right. But the moment that my generation is not in the majority, because right now Bingo. we are in the majority on Twitter. So yeah, Twitter's not going to go under because a lot of us are. I still I, I love Twitter. I'm not going to stop using Twitter. Like it's just not right. going to happen. Right, right, right. But and I, I I still have a Twitter account. I don't care. The but moment that they start censoring young people for some of the same it's shit, it's going to be the it's people cyclical. Will, people will get pissed and they'll jump and it. there won't be and they'll jump it and Twitter will have an alienated everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem, man. It's scary. It's Censorship stupid. is scary because yeah. I agree that you should get rid of hateful things on your platform. If there Absolutely. are people that are inciting violence on your platform that have the, well, you know, it's kind of like back in the days of radio. Mm-hmm. You could say something like you could theoretically, if I got on the radio, I could say like, man, I wish Joe's pizza burned down. I hate that guy. Whatever. You can say that. It's not considered hateful or anything. But if you incite it, if you're telling people, go to hey, Joe's go pizza do this, and burn, and yeah. you are, you are liable under media law and Twitter is not a legislator. They're not, they can't, there's no laws here. It's just right. platform rules. But if they're choosing to follow their own platform rules so selectively and at such weird times that you you negate the good. Because mm-hmm. it is good that some people that were legitimately telling people to go raid the Capitol and shit that they, got taken yeah, off Twitter. They, they should be taken off Twitter. They should have done that. But you can't do it to everybody. Nope. And that's what it, they did. And they just kind of wiped everyone. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's just so freaky because like, that's the problem is the power with it of communication. Yep. And to, to pick apart what you're saying and I agree, I agree. And that's like when you get into taking the social media and big tech and be, them being able to literally shut down like literal avenues and pathways, giant super highways of information that flood to people. And they are just like, yeah, that's gone for you now because we didn't like your idea, dude. That's scary crap. Like that's like literally some straight up Adolf Hitler style yep. tactic. And I'm not like bashful saying that. Like that is some straight up terrible behavior. Yep. And that the problem and I get it. Like I get the soccer mom thing that doesn't give a rat's ass about this. That's like, look, I'm just worried about my kid not seeing some screwed up crap with like a beheading on the internet. You know, like I get it. I totally understand your point. There are filters, there are monitors you can set. You need to learn how the internet works. You need to consult with people that learn know. Learn how to parent. Learn how to parent. Keep <laughs> your kids away from that stupid shit. But like, don't blame, like, don't be like super happy when like a whole platform is like literally de- like taking that away from people, taking away their free speech. And you can say like, oh, they can talk about it. That Yeah, sure. They sure, they sure can. They can talk about it in their local newspaper and it'll reach a hundred people and that's the point why your ideas that you agree with reach millions. Yep. And that's that's the whole thing. And we've reached a point in our American society where like, where do, where do you draw the line? You know, it's like the First Amendment guarantees free speech protections from the government. And now all of a sudden we're saying that platforms, you know, are private entities. So they're not beholden to that same thing. And like, I feel like, okay, <laughs> We've reached the point now where we need to figure this out, people. It's kind of like the similar argument with any other amendment that's out there, yep. be it search and seizure, be it guns, Second Amendment, be it anything. 
like you have to like i don't know i mean we've got to like come together as a society and actually figure this shit out because it's stupid the way it's set up is not going to work you cannot have entire platforms negating people's speech like that and get away with it we're gonna end up with something like the fairness doctrine Mm -hmm. which was not good no what we're gonna end up is the government's gonna try to regulate speech and that's the problem that's horrible listen you think it's bad when twitter's banning people find out when people are going to jail for the shit they say that's That's way worse that's communist china Mm mm-hmm and I'm not one of those people. I want everyone to know because I know you, people I love, my age. I love people all from we, China. All we I love hear, it. but at people my age, all we ever hear from older generations is them using uh, communist Chinese. This uh, <laughs> is just some Chinese shit. I am uh, not one of those people. I don't like calling things communist China that aren't for the sake of shock value. Value lit suppressing ideas and putting people mm-hmm. away and costing people their livelihood for having differentiating ideas is literally the like that's what they're founded on. It's mm-hmm. horrible shit. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not playful. It's not haha funny. It's not like haha funny. Donald Trump not on Twitter. Uh, yeah, sure. Maybe it is funny to you. Maybe you didn't like the dude. That's fine. Why didn't you just block him? Just, exactly. Like I don't get it. Like I'm like, why didn't you just block him? Like Tools stop. There. Like yeah. Like I don't understand why you can't control your own destiny. Yep. It, it's, I don't. Get it's it. wild, but like individual freedoms and individual responsibilities. That's the concept we're really talking about here. People are just like, nope. I need to be told what to do. And you don't want to lose that because like, I don't need to be told anything to go back to the fairness <laughs> like, doctrine. Go away. Like, the fairness doctrine was when on the radio, you had to give equal time to, su- to supporting ideas because right, right. people were getting shut out of their ideas. Yeah. It was a product of if I was a conservative, let's say I'm conservative mm-hmm. man and you're liberal man, whatever, yeah, yeah. and you're ru- we're yeah. running. I could before the fairness doctrine purchase all the airtime. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't talk to anyone. Mm hmm. Okay, well, that's not going to work right. for a fair election. So they made the fairness doctrine where you had to give both both sides. But that all that was is that's the government regulating right. speech. Right. So do you think that went well? Absolutely not. <laughs> it was horrible. All it did was like it nerfed the it mm-hmm. nerfed information. Yep. And information is like the core of our country. It's one of the beautiful things we have. We talk yeah. a lot about financial freedom. We talk a lot about freedom to exercise your religion or whatever. But one of the things that we really have here that's like the most beautiful thing is the freedom to um, get outside information and be able to uh, to digest that. And like right. the idea that that can get taken away from us and that it's actively we're going down a path where it's going to get taken away from us mm-hmm. is legitimately horrifying. Yep. Couldn't have said it better. Like that's pretty much it. So yeah, you get what you pay for. If you're going to pay for censorship, you're going to, or you, yeah, you're going to reap, reap that. You're going to reap, reap what you sow. I said that yeah. all wrong, didn't I? I'm with you. Um, the audience understood. The audience can forgive me on that one. Yeah. And, it, and it's a hard one because a lot of people cannot remove their own personal beliefs about the person in question from it. And like when I talk about this, it's entirely outside of the p like it doesn't matter who it was it could have been guy fieri and they didn't want him talking about flavor town any <laughs> right. any suppression of ideas for the sake of yeah well oh, people don't like it that that right. can't ha- you can't nope. do that it's nope. not gonna work nope. and and doing it for the I'm first hi- time i'm a hippie in that way that's my hippie that's where yep. i'm at and like i'm a total like peace love and happiness to everybody you can say it like just yeah. do your thing dude and the fact that their first exercising of this was on the president yeah, it's like you tested out censorship on. on the president and I'm not going to comment on whether like the president was good or it's, whether he should have been, the, but like the optics you shouldn't test anything on the no. that's, that's crazy. That's what everybody sees. Well, cause not, a shit storm. Yeah, 
And I, I don't know. It almost makes you like it gets a tinfoil hat on. You think about like the downstream effects of this thing. You know, I, I haven't looked at the news media. You know, I wasn't really paying attention to it, but like, I know Donald Trump drove a lot of like news media cycles with everything he tweeted out. They just neutered that. So what are they going to have to talk about and share with people? Like, that's kind of the thing. It's like, I almost wonder if Dorsey was sitting up there going, oh, watch this. I'm going to kill off the rest of the media. Yeah, really. (laughs) Like, although (laughs) I kill this off and then they can't, then their ratings will plummet. (laughs) Okay. You were on, were you on social media during Obama? Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't really like, I was pretty like, I lived a pretty like, it it wasn't very mature. It wasn't very mature then. But like, I wouldn't say. Was it like everything he did got talked about? Because like, no. I don't remember that growing up. Absolutely I don't remember. Not. And that was one thing about Trump's presidency that was really tiring for me. Outside, it of, was annoying. Outside of any policy, I, I yeah, don't I care what it. he tweeted. I don't. It was if he, so. It, he probably would not have lost had he stopped his stupid twi- yeah. tweeting. Like honestly, like that's. And I'm you know throwing my personal you know speculation there, obviously, and I'm basing it on nothing, but no data. I mean, yeah. but. Like honestly, like you, he tweeted out some of the dumbest things I've ever yeah. seen, 100%. and it's just like, dude, you were <laughs> you gotta stop doing this. And I was forgiving of him, like for the first year, I would say. Yep. And then it was just to the point where I was like, no, like I was done. Like, dude, I am so sick of your tweets and sick of your stupidity on everything. Everything like, he talked about was, it was like, like he'd say, you're insane. Even when he found a stroke of good things, because mm-hmm. there were times yeah, where he, I would listen to him talk stuff, and I'd sure. be like, okay, yeah. I agree with that. Like I, I'm not one of those people that can't accept outside ideas. Like I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. strive to be accepting of outside ideas, but like he would have one sentence that was impactful sandwiched between three that made really dumb. No sense. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, his Twitter was no different, but it got so magnified. I mean, if God. you, I don't. I don't personally watch television news. I, I read all my news, but my yeah, parents me too. are heavy on watching like Fox News. They they turn mm-hmm. on the other ones, but it's primarily Fox News. Yeah. Um. And like I would come over to the house to see them and stuff, and like legitimately, one of his tweets were always on the screen. Yeah. It's like that was like and their that I'm was the whole like, news dude, cycle. Like that's what I'm talking about. It's like. <laughs> don't we have something better yeah, like, <laughs> like, come, come on, on dude <laughs> there's like 330 million people in this country and the american media wants to talk about that guy all the time like <sighs> <laughs> that side is the embodiment of i feel like how most of us feel like come on like i feel like even the people that because re- like my parents like not not so much my dad but my mom like really liked him like at first like Sure. was like really into everything and even by the end like he, she she was even like okay come on like i this mm-hmm. is ridiculous like can it, you act he lost like a everybody person? yeah he lost everybody it was his own worst enemy but that's always been him i mean he yeah. you know his name is kind of that way if you look at the history and from like kind of a thirty thousand foot view perspective on what he did like even with this show like tv show the apprentice the same thing happened People got sick of him. Yeah, he wasn't entertaining anymore. It's time for you to go. The novelty wears um, off of it. Yeah, and it it's kind of like the way he handled his whole life was always like that. Um, so I honestly I wish no ill will towards anybody. I hope he just sails off into the sunset, goes to Mar-a-Lago, lives his life out, you know, yeah. and enjoys life. And you know, this whole thing with the Congress still wasting time on him, like stop, like just quit. 
just for the sake of the like just move on for the sake of the it country even matter. if you really did leave do something alone. even like i'm i'm yeah, on the, i'm of the opinion that like, he really alone. did do some bad things but like even if he did there are so many things to worry about right now we do not have we the bandwidth yeah we don't have Waste, it you're wasting ta- like all these resources yep and we have a global pandemic people are losing their jobs businesses are shutting down left and right and we're trying to impeach a guy who's voluntarily walked out the door like he should have and left. Yep. What do you care? Yeah. <laughs> like at that point, get over yourselves. At that point, it's Looking virtue. You, sig- Nancy Pelosi. It's, it's virtue like, come signaling. on. It's exactly. like, well, see, no, we have to show you that we really did. Think we really that he did was have bad. the power. We did have the power. Even when you left, like, no, that's just about power. That's, that's another it's scary petty. thing. And like, I know that like government is human, so there's going to be human aspects of it, but mm-hmm. there's no room for petty shit in the United States government when we're, when we're going Come through on. one of the Fine. hardest times that like the country's seen in a long time. Like we don't have the time for this anymore. Nope. And that's coming from someone who really doesn't have the experience to say that. Like I don't really I no, haven't I lived through it, anything hard. Right. Like like the so for people that don't know, I'm tw- I'm 24. Like I I was 12 ish when like the housing crisis happened in 2008 like i felt the effects of my parents feeling the effects but like i didn't understand it right now is by far the worst time of existence for me and people my age so like to for us to watch these people that we already look at with like a side eye like yeah you guys don't really care about us and they're so busy fighting and bitching and moaning about stuff that doesn't matter right it's so get over it I, that's why I wish there were a lot more like young people yep. and not and term limits were established in all the positions of government because it gets frustrating like seeing these dinosaurs like um, and I'll pick on Nate like not like Nancy Pelosi like Chuck Schumer like Mitch McConnell um, but go away yeah retire just sail off into the sunset we're done with you. Like, honestly, you've like, had your you, time. You probably you, did some good done. and some bad you're, things. Yeah. Now be done. It, same with like, even like it just, I wish there was a young president. Like, honestly, my yeah, opinion, like same. Joe Biden, go away. You're just another career guy. Like, I just want you all to get out of politics and go retire. <laughs> like, I'm surprised they don't want to. I know. I don't get it. I, I would think at a certain point, you just be like, you know what? Cause it's stressful. This sucks. <laughs> and I just, even though I get to make decisions, I'm, just would rather go on a sailboat, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like that's what I would do. I watched, like, uh, have you guys, have you ever seen Jay Leno's garage? Oh yeah. So he had an episode in 2016, like right before Trump took over with Biden mm-hmm. uh, driving. Biden has an old stingray Corvette that he okay, got for, sure. for, uh, height for graduating or for marriage or something along those lines. Right. A long time ago. It's a he one owner. It. It's a beautiful that's car cool. yeah. and they're driving and Biden's talking. He's like, dude, I haven't driven. Like presidents, are, vice presidents and presidents are not allowed to drive yeah. while they're presidents. Right. And he's like, yeah, I haven't gotten to do this. I really miss it. And he starts talking about these things that he can't do because he's a president. I'm like, because he's a vice president. And I'm watching this today going like, you wanted to go back to that? Mm-hmm. Like, I, it just, I think it really shows how intoxicating power is. Mm-hmm. Because like, it is. it's almost like an addiction Drunk to like, to like any sort of drug where like you know it's bad for you you know right. it's like hurting you to some extent i mean right. it's not like killing you or whatever but like it's not it's a net negative right for your health i mean like you look none of these people come out looking better no none of these people, they come out horrible. looking tired as hell and yeah. so like the, there has to be something so intoxicating with that power that they're willing to just yeah. go through it again after a four-year break right 
Like you weren't you weren't there. You got to experience like the mm-hmm. goodness of it for four years. Yeah. Well, and then you wanted to go back. Especially, I mean, anybody can say like it's probably is not supposed to be talked about, but I don't care because I just don't care. But like even especially in his mental condition, and you know there's something up. I mean, you look at him and it's like, dude, there's you're just. I feel bad. Like I feel like somebody needs to tell you. Like yeah, and it's not like an attack on his like, character no, it's or not. anything. It's I'm purely just, telling, just like, like dude, you're dude, old. You're you're physically like and mentally, I can see like you're you've got some issues. Anybody who's a doctor is going to look at that and go, yeah, that might be the beginning signs of something. Yeah. Not sure what it and is. And it probably is beginning signs Woo. because it's not like, it's not like he can't talk or no, he can't he like functions, exist, but, but it's like, like it's, okay. you can tell it's on the downward slope yeah, and just, and the, you I, went back like, to I, your point like, like with that. And, like, the, and no. people wanted you back. And I know like this one skewed because it was against Trump and people like really didn't like him. So it's yeah. like, it was kind of like a, you know, a once had, again, we got two shitty people. Terrible, yeah, Trump versus Clinton. Nobody wanted either one of them. And then Trump versus Biden. Nobody wants them. I think, I mean, yeah, I think there was definitely a crowd that were more into Biden, grief. but either way, like it's so hard to watch these people that are like, I'll say it. They're almost dead mm-hmm. and they're going to, they're, the they're going to steal. They're going to steer the future. Right they don't even know the present very well. Yeah. They understand. And I'm sure that these people yeah. were it, it well a, educated and had a great understanding of their time. Period, right. Yeah. But it's not your time period anymore. Right. It's, it's time for you to enjoy life. In yeah. my opinion, the twilight and not worry about so much of this, the stuff that's going on. Cause there are very talented people in the world that would gladly take up the mantle if it wasn't for all the, you know, the BS politics involved with all of it. I, yeah. I say, but like, you know, People, people will do will do the job. The country will continue on. Like, we're not going to stop. We're Americans. Exactly, Americans. Somewhere out America. there, there's there's a great person out there that wants it, and mm-hmm. that 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 is either stopped from it by the system. Yeah, and it's 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 weird. It's a very weird yep. way to do things mm-hmm. where you you stifle innovation and you yep. stifle. I've always hated progress it. because of an yep. age. I've thing. always hated it. I worked with several people in a nonprofit. You know, I worked in in the nonprofit world, and you know, it's all political theater, and it's all just politics. And they just, you know, they're unforgiving and cruel to each other. It's just, it's crazy. But you know, that's just them's the breaks. That's a fact. Yeah. Those well, are, all right. We hit all of our topics in one episode, guys. We did it. We did it. We usually and don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we usually don't. There's usually we a couple left that, on the table. We usually are like, yeah, there's some cutting, cutting. What is that called on the cutting floor? Yeah, on the cutting room the floor. Cutting floor. Yeah, that's back when people used to edit audio and video physically. Right. Do you know that was a thing? Yeah, I, I, did. I My mind was blown. I'm gonna tell Austin because he probably no, doesn't. You know. Know. <laughs> Do you know that they used to take film and physically cut it and then like put it together to make it happen? Yeah. God. Welcome to the future. Yeah, I go on Final Cut and press a button. Yep. Right. I know. I'm gonna <laughs> Command this piece, F. delete. Look <laughs> at deal. Join. Well, yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. And yep. as as things get more stable here, hopefully we have more stable episode releases. <laughs> um, but you know, things happen, and I will I will always continue to try to get these up, work it in a out timely in a timely fashion. And we were lucky enough to have Josh in studio with us today. Yeah. He will be returning back to his dwelling and mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll go back to remote, but we have Mike set up, so it, it'll continue to sound good. Look out for the lost episode that I'll be posting alongside this. And yeah, I hope you all have a wonderful and blessed day. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.